Oh, we have hit the summer days, Peaky fans. Welcome into another episode of By Order of the Peaky Blinders. I'm Daniel, alongside Josh, as always, as we've taken a little bit of our own uh, break away following that mad rush for season six. So if you guys have finally come around to watching season six, go ahead and listen to all of our instant reactions. Once again, still got to wait till June 10th unless you're in the UK or you use our link at tryexpressvpn.com slash peaky, which gets you full access to every episode. You just have to pay for the one month option, which is about $12. You probably even cancel after a week or so. Don't tell them that I told you that if you could binge it in time. And Josh and I are here to kind of give you all our layout for the next few weeks, you know, obviously with the downtime in Peaky, there wasn't any news here in the last few weeks. We don't have any further updates on any movies or anything like that. But Josh and I have been up to some stuff and, and we're excited to talk to you about what we've got lined up here in just a few days. We're recording this on May 28th. On June 1st, expect a special episode right here on the main Apple Spotify anchor feed where Josh and I will be debuting something very sweet and something very cool and as well as giving away some free stuff. And, and Josh, you know, it's, it's funny because some people have gotten access to what we've, we're posting about. And Josh, this access is exclusive if you go to patreon.com slash buy order of Peaky, where you can also listen to Josh and I kind of cut it up about TV shows that we watch and comparisons to other shows. And we talk about, you know, Finn Cole and him starring in Animal Kingdom we're definitely going to kind of break down some shows that Josh has been watching, right, Josh? You know, give, give everybody a little tease. What have you been watching here in this down month of May? <clears throat> Josh watches TV. Sorry about that. Josh watches TV. Definitely been catching up on some TV. I uh, just finished The Dropout with uh, Amanda Seyfried about the uh, kind of the uh, biopic series of, uh, about Elizabeth Holmes from Theranos. Very good show. I am halfway through Severance which is a masterpiece. I cannot avert my eyes away. I've been staying up late to watch that. Um, started Barry. I'm a couple episodes into Barry. Ozarks, I have to get through. I watched the season five of Better Call Saul so I can watch wow. season six. Josh it, watches I'm, 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 I'm rolling through some TV in the dog days of summer here. There's a lot of good stuff to come out. So you're definitely going to want to subscribe to the Patreon. Um, as Daniel always says, the old adage, just a cup of coffee a month. To, to, to listen to us break down some bonus content when we don't have Peaky. Um, we're definitely going to still, you know, put, that, put out some Peaky content, but for the time being, you know, listen to some extra bonus coverage of, of some of our, our, our favorite shows as I do indeed watch TV. Yeah, and on top of that all, obviously, it kind of helps Josh and I out and all of the, the effort that we've put forth. And, um, and, you know, there's only one place where you can hear Josh give the old no-ho hank accent and if you don't know it's not going to be here no no and if you don't know what that is then you've got to check out the the phenomenal bill Hader 30 minute uh what do you call it a dramedy you know a bit of like a serious comedy comedy dark comedy i will say season three way darker than the other two seasons but it's enjoyable nonetheless obi-wan kenobi i am in love with josh any star wars fans out there I couldn't recommend it more highly. There's been two episodes and that's on my radar. And just casually, Josh and I are going to have our top 10 of the first half of the year just in a few weeks. I mean, it's almost June. It's almost halfway through this year, end of June. And I'm going to have to try to find a way to cut up 10 shows. Stranger Things, by the way, I didn't Stranger even Things. That just came out. Just I'm just going to watch that. Um, my girlfriend is a diehard Stranger Things fan. So I'll probably finish that show like tomorrow. 
Yeah, I've got to watch that in the next couple of days. Obviously, I've heard great things about Pachinko as well. But right now, the front runner for me on show of the year has not been talked about by many people. And it is David Simon, George Pelicanos. They, what they did is they made The Wire again. And it's really, really good. And it's called We Own This City. And that's it. There's been five episodes. There's only six total. You can kind of get through that on HBO. If you're at all a fan of The Wire, that is that is one of the, maybe the best show on television right now. I'm obsessed. John Bernthal kind of kills it. Um, but, you know, we, we kind of dilute from what we want to talk about. That's going to be over on our Patreon. We'll break down the dropout, as Josh mentioned, kind of compare it to all of the other shows. I watched The We Crash and Super Pumped, and they're all kind of the same hodgepodge, starting with that Anna Delvey stuff. Um, what was that? Four or five months ago. But Josh, I went to London Town. Yes, I went you to did. ye old London Town. You are you are you are a British man. I went over to the old UK. Um, I had a little vacation, or they call it a holiday, over in Europe. Um, spent some time in Dublin. Went up to Edinburgh. Played a little golf. Got to see the castle there. And, and I'll tell you what, Josh, the castle in Edinburgh was straight out of Game of Thrones. It was incredible. It, it was, if you watch either like the Tudors or Last Kingdom or any of that style of whatever you want to call it, pre-1000 rule television or movies, it was, I highly recommend Edinburgh. Obviously the Tower of London as well gives you some crazy vibes of just the way that Henry VIII and Henry VII and all of the, the Edwards and, and um, Alfreds lived. And, and it was really it looked, cool. It looked really nice and I was very jealous looking at all the scenery. It's like, I mean, you and I are just so used to being in the United States. We're born and raised here. We're American. And like, I just like think it's such a different vibe in Europe. Like it's just a, it's a more happy way of living where it's like, I can't imagine like if you live in like London and you live in the city, what it's like, like going to work every day. Like it's like, it, it feels almost like different. I feel, I mean, I'm sure that our folks over across the pond can, can attest differently because they're used to it. But it's like such a different feel. Like I feel like you're always feeling like you're on vacation when you're there. You're always feeling like, you know, the, the pubs are packed at like 3.30 p.m., you know, 4 p.m. People are coming out of work or they're going to the pubs. It doesn't really happen here. So yeah, I was at, jealous at, to see at, them. At, at 1600, you mean? You know, yeah, yeah, I had to go. get used to that, the, the military yeah, time. Go. I was gone for about three weeks. Um, but I was able to kind of collect some cool things. Unfortunately, my trip did not consist of Manchester or Liverpool or Birmingham. So I didn't really get to see any of the staples of Peaky Blinders, but, but go ahead. You did get to, to meet an old friend. I did. I did catch up um, sliding into my DMs like halfway through my trip was our first ever guest, Adam L. Hagar, who of course played Ollie in season two. And so we, cra- we, we, we caught up for some drinks. Um, it was really, it was really eerie to like meet someone, Josh, that we have not just Zoomed with, but we've watched obviously over and over again. Um, we spent a lot of time talking about what is probably his most famous scene. And he still gets people walking up to him saying, wow, you were a part of the most famous or the most memorable scene in Peaky Blinders history. And while I think you and I probably have a few uh, scenes that may have topped it, maybe the season two finale scene of Tommy kind of escaping the, the tombstone, but he tied his shoe is, is pretty iconic. And like, that is all Adam. Like they they just gave him the lines. They let him cook. And one thing that he told me about that conversation, which was really neat is that Killian Murphy. And we heard this from, uh, from Stefan. um, And so, you know, Killian Murphy doesn't, he doesn't veer from his lines. He is a stage style actor. 
He says his lines, he performs it, he's in character, and then he's snap out of character. But Tom Hardy is as liberal with his lines as it gets. So in that conversation, he said the amount of times that Tom broke character, broke his lines, Killian had to re regather his emotions because they were just cracking up constantly when talking about whether Tommy had tied his shoe and dropped the bomb. And then one amazing tidbit that and, and kind of story that, that Adam shared with me that he, he wanted me to kind of share with everyone was a 23-year-old Adam L. Hagar is kind of practicing his lines in, in the hotel before this scene. And it's, it's Killian, it's Tom, and it's Adam. And they're just kind of sitting around a table going through basically a dress rehearsal. And Tom is drawing this grenade, right? Because it's kind of like all part of like, how much do you know about grenades? And how much does Tommy know? And all of that back and forth. And all of a sudden, Tom Hardy goes, you know what, mate? I think I have a grenade in my car. So I can go and grab one and we can kind of look at the, the inner. And Killian's like, what the fuck are you doing with a grenade in your car, mate? Like it was- was he kidding? Hilarious. Was he kidding? I don't think he was kidding. Wow, that is that is some good inside info and some inside tidbits there. That's that's that, that's exactly what I would anticipate Tom Hardy to be like. So that's that's awesome to hear that he's as authentic as he is on camera. Yeah, he he shared some more stories, but I think we'll have Adam on again to kind of go over his entire opinion. Um, as much as he's, I guess, allowed to say, because so many of these people don't want to get in trouble with the old uh, overlords at uh, at Peaky Blinders. But just opinion of season six, he as well as us thought that six was a lot better than five. You know, I would think most most people do, but you'd be surprised by the reaction that a lot of these fans have given towards season six and maybe the lack of violence here and there and a lot of unanswered storylines. But one thing that I am excited to see him in and... Uh, to be completely honest, I had no interest in watching until I found out that Adam was going to be in one scene is the new Marvel movie with Jared Leto called Morbius. Which didn't really get great reviews, right? It was people liked pretty, I don't know. I don't know if people liked it. Um, Adam said that it wasn't very good. He even admitted that it wasn't good. <laughs> um, it's kind of like, I, I compared it to like an off-Broadway play. It's like the off-Broadway Marvel. You know how like Marvel's got its main OGs yeah, right now with like Doctor Strange. You know Strange. I'm not like the biggest Marvel guy in the world, so you will not catch me watching that movie, even if Adam is in it. No offense, I love the, you, Adam. If Adam but, had a bigger part, but I think he had like one, one scene as a cop. Okay. And okay. Uh, it did film in London, so I was surprised. Most of those film in Georgia, but it did film in London, and Adam was uh, he was you know he was excited about what he's got to come. So you know obviously a couple things that that will will kind of keep everyone updated on. I did watch a movie, Josh, a, a few movies. That's what happens when you fly intercontinental. I watched the new Anya Taylor-Joy movie, not the one with Alexander Skarsgård that hasn't come out yet, The Norseman. I'm very excited for The Northman. But I watched Last Night in Soho, which was the Edgar Wright who created, of course, Baby Driver and Hot Fuzz and so many of those great movies. And coming from London, watching a movie that takes place in modern London and also jumps back and forth between 1960s London, if you like uh, like noir psycho thrillers and you I like love that genre, really, and, and you I like really our girl, you like yeah. our girl Gina Gray, highly recommend. I enjoyed it greatly. Matt Smith, who's going to be in the new Game of Thrones prequel, and of course is uh, like uh, Prince Philip from The Crown. I love him. I think he's so good. Yeah, he's very good. Um, he plays a, a not good guy, but he's he's great. He's he's a good actor. I enjoy it. I think he's also in that Morbius movie. Um, unfortunately he's, he's, he's he on a heater but that's that's a movie that i remember seeing the trailer come out and i was like i need to watch that movie and just be 
honestly, ever since COVID happened and all these movies have been kind of like put on HBO Max and it's, it's hard. Like it's I haven't watched as many movies, and so I need to get back into the into the into the film watching. I don't I don't watch movies. I watch films. Okay. Fit this and last night in Soho seems like it's a, it's film. a film. It's it's a and film. I think that Josh. you can agree, right? So I, I, I would definitely want to watch it. I would say it's worth the watch. I enjoyed it. It was only two hours. If a movie's over two hours, it better knock my fucking socks off. Well, I actually just looked it up. It's an hour and fifty six minutes. Beautiful, perfect. That's that 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 is, that is ideal. Yeah, the British Airways had it at two hours, so maybe they okay. added a few minutes of their nonsense. Well, so. Is it like a crazy twist at the end kind of movie or like? Yeah. Okay, so it's so got it's everything. Like a, the end like leaves you thinking kind of movie, or are you have closure? There's closure. Okay. Okay. Um, like but that. it's wild. It's it's you, you kind of have to let your imagination run a little bit. You know what I mean? It's Anya like, Taylor Joy really is in a lot of those psychological mind. Right. Fucks. She was in I mean, Split. Split, yeah. Split is a is a mind fuck. I mean, Peaky Blinders somewhat of a mind Queen's fuck. Gambit, no. like it is. <laughs> she's she's i heard she's good in the north man i'm very interested to see that you know the star-studded cast and everything uh but josh i watched three films on this on these flights there you go. real flip films paul thomas anderson's licorice pizza watch that knock that out of the way really interesting to see um to see that movie it, you know uh philip seymour hoffmore's son is the star and he's like a 16 year old and he's really good and he looks just like his dad so that was that i'll leave it at that and then I, there was one that was over two hours and it blew my fucking socks off and it was dev patel in the green knight which i had been waiting to watch for so long which was a retelling of like the 14th century poem about king arthur's nephew who goes on an adventure and it was it was really well done um but let's talk a little bit about this rollout in june june is a huge month josh i'm not sure if you know fully what england is endeavoring in this month of june it is going to be maybe the craziest month in the history of the country and us in america will be following along with so much of england's comings and goings with peaky blinders coming out june 10th but josh i didn't know this and i feel like i am a disservice to a podcast that talks about a british television show did you know do you know what a jubilee is a jubilee is like a kind of like a, a like it's 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 a, it's a very midwestern thing okay. where it's like a party it's like it's like it's not like a circus i'm trying to I'm trying to put it into words it's, it's it's like a carnival no maybe but do you know what the jubilee is yes it's okay so when i went i went on a golf trip in the ozarks in the middle of fucking nowhere <laughs> and there were signs about the jubilee okay so that might be an american version but the jubilee and i, I trust me i just discovered this it's not just the name of a, of a train in, you know, one of the tubes in, in London, which I definitely called the lube like seven or eight times on my trip. Like, guys, let's take the lube. I mean, the tube. But the Jubilee is the anniversary of the Queen's coronation. Any monarch's coronation. 30th anniversary, 50th anniversary. They call it the Jubilee. So, like, King George had a 20th anniversary Jubilee and all of that stuff. Queen Elizabeth is going to be the first queen ever, the first monarch ever to have a 60th jubilee. No one has ever reigned for 60 years. Interesting. I, that's something I didn't have no idea about. It is a massive, massive thing there. They have it all set up. It's June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. So it's literally in a few days. And I was there two weeks, a week and a half before the jubilee. They, I couldn't see Buckingham Palace. Everything was shut down. All these streets were you know, delayed. And it's a huge deal. 
So they've got that June 2nd, 3rd. Peaky Blinders will come out in the middle of the month. Wimbledon is at the end of the month, which I got to see their tennis courts, which was an amazing experience as a tennis player and a tennis fan. And on top of it all, I'm going to get the date right now because I'm blanking on it. But Josh, on June 24th at the Camden Market, our friends with Karen Meinbach Productions and Stephen Knight Presents, Peaky Blinders, the immersive show live in London called The Rise. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about this, Josh. And you're going to tell me if, you, if, if, this, if this piques your fancy, okay? So a man by the name of Tom is directing this takeover of an open space, like a storehouse, that they're turning into the garrison. And this is a quote that they sent to me, their people. We're going to have um, Tom Mahler on in a few weeks to talk about this. But Tom Mahler is the creative director who is a huge Peaky Blinders fan, a talented director, and a listener of our podcast. So that's the holy trio right there. there we go. love that. They want to come on. And the rise is structured around season two of the show with Tommy coming down to London Arthur, Alfie, and the Sabinis in an underground battle ensues to take control of London. The audience will find themselves recruited by different gangs, set challenges to help their chosen family win control of London, with hidden treats for fans, real set pieces from the show, and everyone encouraged to participate as much or as little as they want. It sounds awesome. I am upset that I mistimed this by a few weeks. I can't wait for the end of June. And if anyone's planning a trip to London, try to get there and, and somewhere in that end of June time, catch Wimbledon, catch the rise. I can't wait to hear Tom talk more about this on, on, uh, in the middle of June. It sounds pretty cool. It sounds like it's going to be a very interactive fan experience. And I'm curious to see what the treats are that everyone gets or what, or how, like what they're going to be doing to be interactive or, if it's going to be like a video game or something like that, kind of, you know, where it's like you kind of pick different directions and what, where you want to go. Um, pretty interesting how it's like, I mean, everyone's going to want to be a part of the Shelby family. They're not going to want to be a part of like other families. So I'm interested to see how that works, but it seems very cool. And so I'm really excited to hear more about it and, and see if, uh, we, and see how, how much buzz is generating over there to see how fans are going to be, be able to get involved. So we've got that lined up soon. We're also going to, kind of do a little bit of, of like a binge style rewatch of this season um, that, that, can, that can potentially include some guests that talk about certain episodes. That's going to be a goal of mine to try to find Packy and, and get Emmett J and maybe have uh, um, Adam L. Hagar come on and talk about specific episodes of season six. That, that could be a unique way as opposed to just rehashing me and Josh rewatching the episodes like we've done in the past. Um, we could do a Grace's Secret style at the end of every episode where because we know how season six ends, we can do that for people that, that have already watched it. So that's going to be the stuff that we've got lined up for you. Of course, I want to hear your thoughts about what this immersive experience will be like, what you, you, know, what you expect for this month of June. And I want to hear what your top tens are for the first half of this 2022. So until then, we'll talk to you guys soon. He's Josh. I'm Daniel. And we've been so you don't have to.